Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Today that we got with us Allison, we have Jacinta or Shay Shay, and we have Marsha. So Hello. we just gonna get going for the Infinite Truth Podcast, everybody. Hey, what's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? This is the Infinite Truth Podcast. Like we said before, what we want to do is get everybody, you know, just kind of discussing what Infinite Truth is. And um, like I said, this is Marshall. We have Shay Shay and we have Allison. Hello. And, and everybody say hi, to every, say hi to the audience today. Hello, hello. Hello. I think we should introduce ourselves as we say hello so we just don't jump in and just say hello. So, hey, this is Marshall. <laughs> so uh, if, if you don't understand that we do have two young ladies with us, so if my voice sounds anything like theirs, you know, wrong. there's something wrong with me. <laughs> So hello everybody, this is Marshall just saying, hey, this is our Infinite Truth Podcast. I'm going to get it started and start talking to everybody. We're going to get people asking us, we're going to get a young lady asking us questions and what our belief is of Infinite Truth and, and going forward. So thank you everyone for get, uh, joining with us. We really appreciate that you um, took time in your day to um, to listen to us. It's, it's fantastic. So so thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, here we go. I'm Allison. Hi, this is my voice to my name. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shay. And we're going to be discussing what we feel like our Infinite True podcast is about and what it is. So, um, so you know what, I, you know what, Shay, I'm going to let you start asking the questions about what we think Infinite Truth is. So you you start off. Okay. What do you guys say the definition of intimate truth? You got this. Infinite truth. Infinite truth is. <laughs> And how does it allow the possibilities? Okay. Um, you want to take it first? Mm-mm, go ahead. All right. So, infinite truth allows for all possibilities. So, just to give you some, so to give you some understanding, it, it doesn't discount or discourage your beliefs. Instead, it encompasses all possibilities to build a community of people that are um, not afraid to express themselves. You know, it builds on a community of people that is accepting of one another, and and. It's accepting of one another without judgment. So that's that's my understanding mm-hmm. of infinite truth. I agree, definitely agree on that. So definitely, um, it's a it's it's a community, but the infinite truth, infinite meaning unlimited, right? There is no end point. There is no start or finish. It's always changing, always evolving as humans, right? Example. Energies. We can always continue to keep evolving and changing our. We have the. We are allowed to change our minds. Yes. <laughs> we are allowed to expand and go um, go and wherever we want to go yeah. and, and see whatever we want to see and experience whatever exactly. we want to experience. So, you know, just as mm-hmm. time is not linear, nor is, nor, is, nor is our truth. Our truth can expand in a different directions. So, you know, over here we may have an understanding, but then we may receive another different understanding. And that understanding is going to be truth to you. Understanding may be truth to, you know, either one of the three or anybody else that joins the podcast. That truth may be... Mm-hmm. To that individual, but it may not be the same truth for me. But I allow your experience, and I don't discourage it or discount it. So we mm-hmm. we stick with that. So I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Because so, you know we're here to we're all we're here also to learn from our listeners, right? We we're going to ask point. you guys for your experiences because we want to learn. We want to expand. We want to, you know, see something that 
maybe it's off our beaten path. Mm-hmm. Off our radar. Something there we haven't experienced. I like that. If off we haven't radar. experienced it, you know, we want to see what your experiences are because that experience opens up our belief and our understanding. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yep. Understanding. And if we open up that belief and understanding, then what happens is we allow for those possibilities. Like I said, nothing's linear. Nothing's straightforward. Mm-hmm. We don't know the truth. We only believe the truth. Mm-hmm. We believe what is right, but we don't know what's right. So we have to accept all possibilities as being right. If there's multiple areas that can be right, who's wrong? I got to accept it. So, you know, my, my whole premise goes back to this. There's multiple religions on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Muslim, there's Catholic, there's Baptist, there's, you know, our Christians, there's, you know, Seventh-day Adventist, Jehovah Witness. And I know everyone inside of those specific religions. But if you argue with any of them, they take that very personal. That's their belief, and they get upset by it. But we here in this group, we don't. Mm-hmm. We don't. We, we accept Whatever your belief is. So if there's a Muslim that comes to me, I'm accepting that belief. Or that Islam or whatever, I accept that belief. It's, it's That's okay. That's what you believe and that's fine. There's Christian brothers and sisters. I believe them as well. Like I said, I believe my, my, my Muslim brothers and sisters, my Christian brothers and sisters. Seventh-day Adventists. Remember when we were growing up, we had the Jehovah mm-hmm. Witness. Or not Jehovah Witness. Mormons. Mormons. Mormons come to our house and speak to us about their belief. Mm-hmm. So I don't discount your belief. Your belief is your belief. How can I say it's wrong? I can't. Mm-mm. I accept it as being your truth, mm-hmm. and your truth is your experience. And so that's that's kind of where um, I kind of jump right into the first question, you know, without <laughs> you even asking it. But you know, that's where I am. So yeah. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you kick off with you know you asking the questions and, and us answering them because I if not I'm gonna I'll keep on going. It's a piggyback off of that. Um, the different you... religion. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no problem. <laughs> um, the different religions can also teach us something, right? Because mm-hmm. there's ever there's always something new in each different um, thought process or each different belief that it's it, it kind of may shed some light on one thing connecting to another thing because we're all interconnected. Mm-hmm. Or that's my belief, you know, yep. of the, how we are all interconnected. So it's really interesting to know and learn about. Yep. And this is not about religion. Please, mm-hmm. everyone, this is not about religion. I don't want anybody to get stuck, stuck into believing that we're talking about religion. Yeah. No, not at all. So this is not about religion. This is about your personal experiences and your beliefs so let's go with that go okay i want to open up with this question i want you guys to give your personal beliefs and how it differs from each other's differs from each other's it's very interesting because i met um marshall about three years ago and i will say i was on um a spiritual journey i also was going through you know my own because um, I haven't met a lot of people in my life that have the same type of um, thought process, thought pre- whatever, process. how you say that, yeah. process, um, as um, Marshall, which I would say um, kind of goes with my own. So it was a lot of just bottling it all up, you know, which is, um, it kind of came second to me. So once I did meet Marshall and we actually had more riveting conversations about intuition and about how we believe in in energy and certain things. Of course, you know, not everybody's going to think alike. So we got some things that might differ here and there. And you guys will definitely get to hear those viewpoints later down the line in different episodes and and stuff like that. But um, so what I'm saying is, is when I first met Marshall... He definitely, we definitely, I want to say, helped open up my third eye a little bit more in some of the thought process and to think different things also. So I will say, too, even with my new spiritual awakening or journey, I would say it was very linear, very, okay, how does point one do point two to point three, 
point four. Uh, Marshall helped me understand that it doesn't have to do one and two. Sometimes it does one to ten, or sometimes it does ten to one hundred and fifty, and it is okay. And how we can. I'm the type of person that love puzzles because I like stuff that fits together. Yep, and so am I. So I, I'm the same way as you are because I, I I actually have to ask that I have to ask. So the way I want to answer that question. So when I don't know if you remember, there was times ago when um, I used to have the men's organization that we met over when I stayed on, on Independence, mm -hmm. and and we had a bunch of young and I used to offer it out to young black men because I want to be more Christian and more associated with Christianity and us getting together and how we can help each other and things of that nature. And then, and then I'm going to, then I'm going to jump to how, when Allison helped open what I started thinking and believing. So when I first did that, it was, um, it was, you know, there's, there's multiple friends of mine. There was Cliff, there was, you know, there was John, there was, there was, there was this man, Lacey, there was a host of people that all came to the house. And, and right when we stayed on independence, I probably had about seven or eight young men that came to house Lloyd, um, which I kind of lost connection with. But um, we all used to sit down and talk about, you know, how we can become better in the community and what we can do. Well, my friend Cliff actually started opening um, my eyes and said, what about this belief? I didn't necessarily want to believe that. I didn't want to believe that. I was, so immediately when I didn't want to believe that, what mm -hmm. I did is I put up this, this wall. That's sad. That's, that's nonsense. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to accept it. And when I didn't want to accept it, then typically what happens is I, I reduce my opportunity to listen. As soon as I don't want to listen, as soon as I don't believe something, I reduce my opportunity to listen. You could say 20 things. Um, and let me kind of balance in our conversation. We used to have a gentleman with, that used to work with us. And then when he worked with us, he used to be a pain in our butt. But he could, he could really start, he could really start a, a conversation with being very complaining, very nagging, and could go on for five minutes. Mm. But if you let him listen, if you listen to him for that five minutes... There was one minute of something that you really had to hear <laughs> that was important. So yes. you have to open your mind to listening because sometimes somebody's going to talk to you and you're not going to want to hear the whole message, but there's a message inside for you. Mm -hmm. So don't discount what that person is saying or what that person is doing. What you want to try and do is, is listen. Um, so going back to my story is he, he kind of said something to me. Mm -hmm. And when he said something to me, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to listen. But as time went on, I started listening. And when I started listening, I was like, oh, man, that's, that's true. It didn't resonate then, but it's resonating now. And it's resonating even more now than it was then. Um, so what does it mean to me that infinite truth, infinite truth means to keep your ears and your eyes open. Mm -hmm. Don't limit yourself. Mm, don't I get like stuck that. on anything that one person says allow for all possibilities because later on down the line mm -hmm. um, there's a friend of mine named John JB as we call him and JB actually did ask me or challenge me he didn't ask me he actually challenged one of the things that I was thinking about and when he did that once again I got offended that's not true that's not true that's not this that's not this and I got offended with it and in the process of getting offended I never listened, but then I had, I reached, I forced myself to listen and it's opened myself up to where I am now that also listening to that. And just to give you some idea, listening to that, Allison, you gave a lot of good insight to the things that I was believing, but I didn't have a good concept of. I, I can agree with that. That's, it's like almost giving shape to an abstract. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So I was, and that's a good point. That's very good because I was just like, 
eh, willy-nilly, mm-hmm. but you start putting some direction to it saying, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense now. I can see where my beliefs and everything that I was doing is kind of now, um, how I want to say, is is now kind of incorporating into the things that we are talking about today. Go. So, um, Allison, how do you think it defines who we are? Infinite truth. Infinite truth, I think it defines... Uh, look at well, infinite truth, something that is undefinable. Me asking me, trying to see how it defines me. Um, I want to say that I use it in my everyday to day life. So it does define me because of my the way that I approach people now, the way that I approach listening to people, the way that I might have viewed. It really has changed the way that I view people and my interaction with people. Um, it has became something to where even if I'm dealing with people who I normally, I don't want to say normally wouldn't tolerate, right? But it helps me deal with difficult situations and difficult people and understanding, uh, just take a moment, stop, hear what they they are saying, because again, maybe that that 20 minutes of conversation, maybe five minutes of that is really something that I really need to hear hone in on. Um, so I want to say it has defined my relationship with others. Um a lot better by helping me stay open-minded while I'm talking to certain individuals that I might not have before given the time of of day to. And I I know that sounds silly, time of day, but like, or would have given a second thought of, or I wouldn't have even tried to understand them. Like, no, whatever. But now I'm like, okay, let me stop, take a beat. What are we talking about? What's really going on here? Mm -hmm. What is the underlining? What's up? Um, and so I've definitely feel like I've created more friends with this, um, with this op- more opening mindset, if you will, or this infinite truth kind of um, vibration. <laughs> um, and I think that it doesn't make um, make me so uh, have a negative outlook on things and situations. I got you. I got you. I'm more mm-hmm. so in in a point where. So you asking me the same question, how does it define who we are? To me, it's just, it really can't define us because I'm, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes on. So there's so much truth that I can accept. Um, it, it, it defines what I believe. It allows me to be understanding and, and accepting, just like you just said. It allows me to be understanding and accepting of other, other people without judgment. It allows me to show love and compassion and caring to, um, to be my guide. So when I know that you're giving me information, I, I accept that. Mm-hmm. I accept that information. And as I accept that information, um, it allows me to make more friends. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, so the more people that I start accepting and, and putting to my circle, it allows me to be able to say, oh, it allows me to grow. Because sometimes there's going to be 10 people I'm going to have in my circle that, you know, those 10 people are going to say a bunch of things that I can understand and, 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 and can associate with. And there's going to be other people that I'm not going to be able to associate with as much they're going to have maybe one or two things, but they're all going to give me a greater belief or a greater um, understanding of what infinite truth is. So, um, you know, we have a gentleman that we work with who has a, a very good understanding of some of these things mm-hmm. and has, <clears throat> I don't want to mention his name, mm-hmm. but we have an individual that, that he's there. And what happens is his, his truth mm-hmm. level is a, on a different, on a, I don't want to say a different tier than mine, but his, his truth mm-hmm. is different than what I, what I believe. But mm-hmm. I don't discount what he believes. Mm-hmm. I'm accepting. 
because I know that individual was a very he was very stone cold in being a Christian a Christian, mm -hmm. and it was Christian 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 Jesus this Christian that Christian this. Well, that's changed mm -hmm. now. His belief more aligns with you and I or us three, and as that belief aligns more with us, then I was like, okay, so now that belief aligns with us, but now it seems to be more extreme. But how can I even use the word extreme? Mm. I can't. That's right. just a different belief, you know. So. I'm, 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 everybody, I'm not a Christian. I don't need to apologize for it. I'm just not a Christian. I don't believe that. I'm not a Muslim. I'm not Baptist. I'm not Catholic. None of that. I just believe in love and compassion and guidance to help, to help guide me in the direction of accepting an individual. If you're a Christian, it's fine. It's absolutely fine with being a Christian. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I accept that. There's nothing wrong with that. And <clears throat> so how does it define me and, and who are we are? It's just us being able to accept everybody else for who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's tall people, short people, skinny people, fat people, beautiful people like me. And, you know, mm -hmm. the only beautiful person <laughs> in the group of us, you know, the <laughs> only beautiful person in the group. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. I'm beautiful. beautiful. See, and Hold that's on. her belief, and I don't, and I accept oh, that. Oh, that's your belief today. Hold on, wait a minute now. So we accept that. <laughs> so we accept that. So we accept everybody, and you know your your individual beliefs and understanding. So, to me, I accept just all possibilities. That's mm -hmm. that's my understanding of who we are. Yep, and I feel like it doesn't make us um make us right um harsh around the edges. Not saying other people's beliefs and stuff make them harsh around the edges, but I feel like it's definitely made my edges more smoother. Meaning I am more malleable and more flowing mm -hmm. to talk to others and want to, you know, I'm not walking around with a mean face like don't talk to me because I'm not interested <laughs> in nothing. Or I used to be. I you could tell. I used to be very, just because you're having a bad day, don't take it out on me because if you do, I'm not a walking mat and you're going to catch these hands. <laughs> I have definitely stood back from that and said, you know, wait, hold on, Allison. Maybe they need help with something. Maybe, you know, you just take that extra step and, and see kind of what's going on. And again, it's, you know, maybe something in their personal life. You could step back, step forward, step in, step out, whatever it may be, but take it as a different approach. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. Mm -hmm. Don't. Me, I ain't gonna tell nobody gonna catch these hands because I can't fight nobody right now. I'm too old for that. I'm the only thing you're gonna catch from me is like, yeah, okay, I understand. I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna go in a different direction. I'm just, I, I just want to be able to, um, I, I want to be able to accept your truth, and it's what you are, and that's what you go through, and that's that's it. So yeah. Would you say that? I know this is kind of off the beaten path, but would you say that um, it's not a religion? Infinite truth. It's not a religion. Mm -hmm. It's not a. It is not a cult uh, or anything like none that. None of that. It's nope. not, um, he's, here's the guides and for you to be a part of infinite truth and da -da, it's none of that. It's, it's, it's might be even a, uh, I couldn't say a belief system either. I don't know. More of a positive mindset? You know? Yeah. Yep. It's a, it's a, like a, of um, uh, a saying, a proverb from the infinite truth podcast, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> But I just wanted to get that out of there. It's not like a religion or a cult or anything. It's just a phrase. Some people use, you know, live, laugh, love, you know. Mm -hmm. Some people use, they have all different type of phrases, you know. Yep, they really do. So they'll use different things to help them cope or understand and get by. I don't want to mm -hmm. say cope because cope is a bad word, but to help them understand their daily life. Mm -hmm. Your daily life is just something different. That's mm -hmm. all it is. It's, it's no big deal. You know, that's all it's helping us to understand how, how we navigate this daily life and in this daily life that we navigate, how we use this, um, our spiritual existence, how we use our physical existence, and how we um, 
use our emotional existence to help each other out in this world. Because I believe that we're here mm. to help each other. I don't believe that we're just here for mm. a selfless existence. I believe that we're here for our personal experience. As we get our personal experience, it's going to guide us. Mm. It's going to guide us into a better direction to help others. And that's what we have to do. We have to help others. All right. How do you say... It's okay. Go ahead. Which one do we? Do we base our character off of what we believe infinite truth is to us? Or do you think that's just your choice? I, I, to me, it's just your choice. You, I, I don't allow myself to be a character. It's not my character. Mm -hmm. It's just who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's who I am. It's, it's my personality. It's my spirit. It's all that wrapped up in one. It's not a, it's not a character. It's just me. Mm -hmm. It's just all of those things. I definitely agree. It's not a characteristic um it's more of a, like I said, it's more of a, like a, a, a catchphrase with me, right? Some, for some, it, the catchphrase might be, the catchphrase, let me slow down, might be breathe, right? Reminding people, oh, take a moment, take a second, and mm -hmm. breathe. Infinite truth is like that with me. Oh, Allison, you're in a situation, take a step back. And it might not actually be infinite truth that comes to me, but it might just be the concept of take a step back. Um, think about everything and then take another step forward. So it's, it's part of a, a thinking process. Do I let it define me? Do I go around telling everybody, Oh, nope, you need to do this. I don't hand out pamphlets. I don't, you know, <laughs> post it everywhere on social, social media. Like it's, you know, something that I, um, live by, you know, it's, it's this or die. It's, but it is something that I, I tried to hold in my mindset. Um, when my mind tends to run off in different directions and I need to, Bring it back to a, a point. Bring it mm -hmm. back to a center. Bring it back to um, a grounding type of technique, if you will, like a grounding technique. Okay. There you how, go. There how would go. you guys say you benefited from this concept? Uh, that's a good look here. Okay, so <laughs> seriously, what it does, it allows me. So here's what I understand when I how I benefit from this concept. Mm -hmm. Here's here's the difference. Well, first of all, I had to get past a fear of being able to speak. So one of the things that I did, I I, I used to be able, I couldn't challenge people that were Christians. I, I really felt scared about challenging. Oh, if I challenge a Christian, it was, oh, they're going to hate me. They're not going to like me and so on and so forth. So then as I get over the fear, mm -hmm. all of a sudden when I got over the fear of it, I said, oh, shoot. I, it allowed other people to open up to me and me to open mm -hmm. up to other people. And when people start saying things, I'd be like, well, I don't subscribe to that belief. This mm -hmm. is what I believe. I believe that, you know, there's nothing wrong with Christianity, but this is what I believe. So how has it helped me? It's given me the courage to express who I am. Is giving me the, the courage to accept who you are. Um, and being the courage to accept who you are, sometimes I'm going to get people that don't like me because of you know what I'm saying and what I'm doing, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really care, but it's allowed me the freedom to say, hey, I'm comfortable with where you are in your space and I'm comfortable where I am with my space. I don't care if you're not comfortable mm -hmm. with me, mm -hmm. but I'm comfortable there. And as long as I'm comfortable there, it's helped me out. So it, it's allowed me to have a multitude of friends each expands on a, a greater understanding and appreciation of uh, for my brothers and sisters and daughters and sons and fathers and mothers. It, it's given me that, that better understanding. And I've actually realized that um, as I started shifting that focus, it's actually helped take me out of this little matrix that I'm in, you mm -hmm. know? So I, you know, this is only one way of doing this. This is only one way of doing that. It has allowed me to be able to accept so many things that, I can't be programmed by saying, um, hey, you got to be Democrat, Republican, Christian, Muslim, Baptist, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I can't be programmed. I can just 
be accepting mm -hmm. of all the information. And as I accept the information, it's going to help me to be better for as an individual because I'm going to use information from different people. Mm -hmm. That's going to help me or different things that I receive. It's going to help me be better as, a, as an individual to help other people around me because I am so malleable and I am so accepting of everything. So it's, that's how it's helped benefit me. I do. I definitely like that. Like I like how you worded that and put that together. So how does it help you? Um, it has benefited me, and I will say I do. And you know, Christianity is brought up a lot. Um, mm -hmm. but that is what I was raised around. That is what I was born in. That Same is the here. town at you know, um, prevalency, right? Um, so that's why if you guys hear me talk about Christianity a lot, that's the only thing really that I can compare to because that's what I was raised in. Exactly. Yep. Until I was, you know, I want to say around 18, 19 years old. Mm, that was my belief system, period, point blank, period. Um, so this concept of has benefited me by allow, like allowing me to want to learn more and not to feel afraid for, not a, be afraid of myself. Myself, um... And my thoughts and, and what I was thinking, you know, you got the the extreme end of, oh, you must be crazy. This must be, mm -hmm. you know, oh, are you serious? This is real. This is, I mean, this is not real. Let me slow down. This is um, fiction. It's like a movie. It's not reality. Come on, Allison, come back to reality, mm -hmm. right? Um, I got out of that. So now I'm not fighting with myself as much. And now I feel, like Marshall said, comfortable with being me and not fighting me. Mm -hmm. If that makes yeah. sense. So that's how I benefited it. Well, that's how I benefited from it was now I'm not walking out into society fighting Allison. I'm not fighting anything. I'm just existing, helping if I can help, minding my own business, experiencing my own um, lessons, whatever it may be. And that is how I feel like I've, I've benefited the most from it um, with that kind of shift in in and thought process. So let me piggyback off of that. So uh -huh. um, how many times we have gone to the stores at different locations, whether it be Gordon Food Service, or I don't really want to mention no names. We go to different locations or different stores mm -hmm. and we go to different stores. And have you noticed how people talk to us? Yes. So sometimes I'm attracting a different group of people. You're attracting mm -hmm. a different group of people, but people are attracted to us. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't even. We in there. We trying to get some food, y'all. Food. And we are goofy as all get up when we go in the store. And there are a number of people that will come and talk to us. So um, we were in the store not too other day. We was in uh, we was in a location here just over here in Cascade, and one of us. And uh, so this guy was unloading his, his his cart into the car, and he was unloading a product into his car, and. And um, I was like, hey, I'll take that cart back inside for you. And he was like, okay, go ahead and take it. It was a, it was a young young guy, and uh, young black guy. And I took his cart back inside and walked inside. And then I went to go use my phone. So I reached, looked down. I had been in the store, in the store for several minutes. Mm -hmm. And I looked down and I was like, what's my phone do? And I reached in my pocket and said, that's not my phone. It was his phone. Mm -hmm. So I was like, uh-oh. So then the first thing I went and did is I went to go find... Um, I went to go find a, a the manager. manager. Yep. Yep. And so the manager says, Hey, you know, some guy left his phone here. He's going to come back in here looking for it. Just want you to know if he comes back in here, here's his phone, give it to him. So while we was there, the guy came up and I seen him walking down. The aisle. I was like, ah, I just gave your phone to this other person over here, you know, two minutes ago. And the manager hadn't even walked back up to the front, came back to him, gave his phone. But the people around us witnessed and experienced what we were doing, experienced our personality, experienced our, our, acceptance and heard our conversation and our laughing and love for everything else 
other people gravitated towards us. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just one. It was multiple. Now, there's some people that just kind of look at us like, I can't stand the way you look, walk, or talk. Uh, we don't care about, you know, we don't mm -hmm. care about that. But mm -hmm. there's a host of people that gravitated toward us. Mm -hmm. And and we experienced that multitude of times. When we went into uh, Walmart, I hate mentioning names, but I'm going to mention it anyway. We went to another store, mm -hmm. and uh, there was a... Uh, there was some people that just came to us over there, and one lady's talking to me about something. I, I can't remember what it is now, but they just open up. And when they open up, you just start talking to them. There's a, a, an old man and his wife, and a, 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 a gentleman and his wife. They were kind of, they're older, mm -hmm. and they phrase that properly. And they, they just started talking and opening up to me, and we just started talking, and you know, we we're talking about everything, and it's just fun. So it really allows us to. When your spirit opens up like that, that's the beautiful mm -hmm. thing. Because when your spirit opens up, everybody else sees it. Mm -hmm. They see the light inside mm -hmm. of you. And when that light starts to shine, people are attracted to that light. Because this world is like a world. I don't want to say a world of darkness because it's not a world of darkness. Mm -hmm. It's a world of light. But when you become that beacon of light inside of this world. You're just lighting everybody else's flames. Yep. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is lighting up to you. And then what you're doing is you, you, you're not lighting their flames. What you're doing is you're helping to brighten their flames. Yeah. So some people's flames need a little bit of lighter fluid sometimes. And you just like <laughs> squirt and put a little lighter fluid on it. The next thing you know, it's a little bit better. A little feel to the fire. And then when you do that, it, it helps to expand. Yeah. So when, when, you know, when one of our listeners, you know, if any of you guys have that same experience where you go out and you just are thinking to yourself, why every time I go out, I either see three people I know or somebody's always trying to talk mm -hmm. to me. Um, look in the mirror sometimes and recognize your own, your own spirit. Because yes. that is, that, that, that is you, that is Fantastic. your energy and yes. people gravitate. And that's funny that you say that because somebody tried to, t one day, one of my friends had told me, I said, I try to mean mug people when I go out mm -hmm. so that people wouldn't look at me. This was before. And I didn't want people talking to me. Mm -hmm. And and the the friend of mine said to me, that's just your spirit. People are attracted to your spirit. And I was like, eh, what the? <laughs> yeah, but he was right. <laughs> he was right. People are attracted to my spirit. So I started letting that spirit shine through. And as I let that spirit shine through, then all of a sudden more people are talking to me. And it's a, it's a, it's a, host, of, it's a host of life. So I went out with one of our vendors um, that does our switchers for us. And we went out to um, a place over here on 68th Street, um, just or on Kalamazoo, just south of 68th Street. We went there for lunch. On the way out, there was this older gentleman who had on one of these veteran hats, you know, blah, 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 and he was with his wife. I'm assuming it was with his wife. And we walked out, and as we walking out, he didn't speak to either one of the other two guys that are very similar to him in size, shape, and color, mm -hmm. but him and I just immediately met eyes. Mm -hmm. And as we met, we just struck up a conversation and just started talking and saying, how you doing? Mm -hmm. Appreciate you, brother, this, that, and the other. And, you know, and we walked out of there with a good feeling toward, and one of the people that I was with, said, do you know him? I said, I don't know him from Adam. Mm -hmm. I don't know him from anything else. But our spirits open up. Mm -hmm. And as your spirit starts opening up, then you start to receive that individual. Now, I remember him. I don't remember what he looks like. I remember the situation. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, he remembers the situation. But in this world where we're trying to be divided between colors and trying to be divided between uh, you know, heights, way you look or anything mm -hmm. like that. Beliefs. Exactly. What we're starting to realize is that we're not divided at all. Mm -hmm. People are trying to divide us with certain things. And when we start opening up, what we do is we break down those barriers of division. Mm -hmm. And if we break down those barriers of division, then everybody else, then you can make, you can have a greater accepting. There's more people like us. Man. That love each other, that want to mm -hmm. accept each other, that want to be happy, that want to be free. There's more people like us. There's a small group of people like this that's trying to drive us in that negative direction. Mm -hmm. Drive that wedge between. Yes. And that's how, yep. That's definitely the benefits of having that more open-mindedness and mm -hmm. that more willing. Um, 
that more willing, not willingness, but to have that human connection um, is kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. How would you say your family views us since shifting into our own infinite truths? I'm going to say mine started when I was a child. So Mm -hmm. when I was a child, what what was different about me is that um, I would look at things and say, yeah, something doesn't seem right about that. I would honestly look at things like, hmm, that doesn't seem right to me. And as that became more prevalent with me, I was like, oh, I don't like that. And it doesn't seem right. So as a child, it started with me, where as it started with me when I was a child to start seeing things differently or to have a different mindset on different things. And, and if I could go back to like one specific experience, I, I couldn't. But I could say, is there a host of experiences? Yeah, there, there were a multitude of experiences I would go through and be like, if that is that way, why is it not this this way? And it would just start asking questions. So mine began as a child. And then when it began as a child, my family took that as um, I was different. They just said, oh, he's different. He's different. Oh, he's, he's a different individual. So... Um, one of the cards I received from uh, a family friend was, I think, a rooster has what that little thing on top of the head. They call it a comb or something like that. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look into the mirror and see what I got on the <laughs> But there's something on top of their head, and it's referred to as something. Well, they show... <laughs> not they the show, gobbler. <laughs> they, show these, they show a bunch of roosters walking around a yard, and one rooster has a little black comb on top of his head, just a little black comb. And it says you're one in a million. Mm. And, and that's truly who I am. I'm one in a million. Even though I'm different and I'm strange, I'm outside mm. the box, I'm one in a million, just like you are. Mm-hmm. You're one in a million. Don't, don't put yourself into a box of saying I'm like everybody else. Don't be programmed like everybody else. Be your individual self. And I realized that friends and family started recognizing who I was. And sometimes I was ashamed of that. I really felt like, uh you know, this person's going to think something different about me. This person's going to think this about me. So I, I started to be reserved and wouldn't say anything. Uh, now, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you feel or what you believe. This Here's my opinion, and this is it, you know. Oh, you believe in werewolves. Yes, I do. You believe in Sasquatch. Absolutely. So you believe that this exists. Well, yeah, I believe these things exist. There's a possibility that all things exist. Are you just weird? Can you show me where there's a Sasquatch ever captured? No, I can't. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I said, you've only seen a Duckville platypus on TV. Have you ever held one and talked mm-hmm. to one and held it in your hands? I've seen them in the zoo or something like that. No, you haven't. But because somebody mm-hmm. told you it exists, you believe that it exists. Mm-hmm. So how is my belief any different than yours? <laughs> dinosaurs, right? <laughs> dinosaurs. Exactly. All yep. I got is pictures in a history book of what a dinosaur <laughs> looks like. You guys can give me some bones. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden there's these AI creations of T-Rexes yes. and long <laughs> yep. necks. And it's like, how you know that they're not neon pink? Like, how are you to tell me that that is not... Like, wait a minute, hold on. So it's the same concept. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. I like that, yep. Um, my family, again... Uh, uh, Catholics, strong ca- um, Catholic belief system. Um, so I want to say this. My parents, my parents were never, I want to say, limiting. It's kind of interesting because they, um, I as a child created in my head 
their expectations of what I should be as a child. Ooh. So now when I say that, and because I've had a more understanding of what that means to myself, um, I put an expectation on myself of what I believe that my parents um, wanted for me. What did that do? I want to say it pushed me in certain things, but it also held me back in how I believed in myself. Mm -hmm. My parents could care less if I believed in, you know, anything. They they really honestly do not care because I believe in something. I'm not going to fall for anything because I got a belief in something. There you go. Um, and they love me no matter what. Now, of course, I might say some things and they might I might get an eye twitch from my dad. Like, <laughs> what in the world is you talking about, girl? Um, my mom will go with it. She'll shake her head, yes, up and down. Uh-huh. And um, but there's some things that they are are having their core belief system that I'm not here to change and I don't want to change because that's mm-hmm. part of who they are. Um, and I love them. And so it's helped shape and, you too. And it has some of those core beliefs that really um, we want to define them as religion or whatnot. Those actually, we can separate those from that. Those are values, right? Don't harm anybody. Don't hurt anybody. Tell the truth. Be honest. Do right. Um, my mom's, you know, this one stick with me, right? About how if you don't say nothing, then that's a lie too. Like- I love that statement. I really do. Because if, if and so let me just embark on that real quick. I mean, just me expand on that. So when you had first told me that, when you said, mm-hmm. if you don't speak up, then it's just as well as lying. Mm-hmm. So, and, and here's one of the things that I, 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 I associate that with. Mm-hmm. So when they always showed a, uh, uh, somebody being lynched in the South, mm-hmm. not everybody wanted to lynch that, that mm-hmm. one man or two individuals in the South. There was probably a group of 10, mm-hmm. but there was 200 people there. Mm-hmm. But out of the other 190 that didn't speak up, that's basically just telling a lie. Mm-hmm. When I see... If to themselves, because mm-hmm. they didn't want them for themselves. They lied against themselves. Yes. <laughs> if I see somebody doing wrong and I don't speak up, I'm just as yeah, I'm just as I'm just as guilty as them. Mm-hmm. I'm just as guilty as a person committing a crime. Because I didn't say and in today's world, it says I ain't no snitch. You know? Mm-hmm. No, nobody's asking me to be a snitch. Somebody's asking you to, to speak up because there's an individual that's been hurt. Yes. That's been hurt by something that somebody else has done to them. Mm-hmm. And it's been hurt by my brother was murdered. You know, and I don't, there's probably somebody that knows about it. There's probably some people that's just not speaking up. But that person that's not speaking up or those two people that's not speaking up, one person committed the crime and there's two people, three people, four, five, ten that's not speaking up. To me, you're just as guilty. You know, you're just as guilty of what you did, you know, by not speaking up. So it is, it's our responsibility to, to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility to tell, you know, to speak up. So that what we can do is we can show, they said, what is it? Um, what is the saying that, um, Evil will exist when good people won't stand up and do anything. I'm not saying it properly, but Mm -hmm. evil does exist and evil will prosper. Evil will prosper when good people will do nothing. Mm. So, and that's true. If we don't do anything, it's going to continue to grow and it's going to keep getting better. Everybody's going to say, ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. Mm -hmm. Because we're afraid of one person when there's 50 of us, Mm -hmm. you know, that are like, oh, you know what? We don't got to be afraid of him or her or whatever it is. We can speak up. Yep, 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 yep. And that's, that has stuck um, with me. Um, so as to say, you know, within my upbringing and in, in my circle of people, right, I ended up lying to myself, going along with certain things that I knew I shouldn't have went along with or going along with mm-hmm. certain groups of friends. And I knew I knew that I, I'm not going to say that I was better than because nobody's better than one another. Right. Exactly. But I knew I didn't belong with that um, type of activity or type of mentality. I, mm-hmm. I, I just knew that that wasn't who I was to my true self. But um, I ended up sticking with it because 
oh, well, I want to try to fit in, right? Mm-hmm. So that, I want to say, um, when I was growing up, kind of molded a little bit of what I was as a child. Um, but as to say that my family, today, I wish I, I wish I knew what I knew today back then. Okay? <laughs> I wish I knew what I knew. <laughs> but, you, but you know now, today, mm-hmm. at the right time. That's a good point. Because if, if you know, we know now what we know because mm-hmm. it's the right time for us to know it. It's the right time for us to experience it. This is why you and I mm-hmm. are, you know, we met three years ago off of when I saw the same last name. I was like, mm-hmm. I know that's last name. And then it stood out. But then that whole standing out and that whole thing just kind of put us into the situation where it's helped to expand my belief and understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, well, I don't want to listen to this person because this person should. No, uh-uh. it helped me to understand what she was talking about, it gave a lot of understanding to my belief system. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's, that's a lot of good understanding to my belief system. But then my truth is I don't discount anybody's understanding. I, I accept it, you know, mm-hmm. and I start saying, okay, this is a guide. And this is a guide to, oh, hey, this is this, that's that. It's mm-hmm. beautiful to have. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. It truly is. It gives me a whole bunch. So yep, it is nice. And then, uh, I, I want to say too, though, belief systems. I know how we sound so fluid with that word belief. Um, but it's not like my beliefs are to easily be changed either. I mm-hmm. wanted to say that. Um, and I'm not going to say they're stuck in concrete either. It's just the way that I think, the way that I use my mind. Um, I'm open to understand. Yeah. I'm open. So since That's just, go ahead. I'm sorry. Since you're open, does it ever bring, do you ever feel defensive when people bring up their spiritual beliefs? I used to, not anymore, not anymore. Your spiritual belief is your spiritual, because we got one guy that we work with, beautiful individual, do anything mm-hmm. in the world for you, and his belief is different than what we believe, and guess what? I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him, and I, I will not discount him, and there's other people that believe different than him. I love it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with your spiritual belief because it's rooted in love and helping one another. It's not rooted in hating and trying to hurt anybody. So nope, absolutely not. Yep, I'm not that way either, and... and I know some people, um, I say some people, but uh, they get the, the bite back, right? When you bring up one thing, all of a sudden they got to give you the indoctrinated speech of, okay, well, we need to live on, on vibes and frequencies, right? And you need to be woke. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with being woke, but we turn it into something so cultish yes, that yes. it's like, mm, I, I wish we wouldn't have drawn the line there on it. Yes. I wish we wouldn't as a that society. Woke. woke and the and the belief behind it or the mm-hmm. mindset behind it. Um, I wish as a society we didn't draw that harsh line and like permanent marker because now, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm here trying to squeegee that permanent marker off mm-hmm. on people who then label me. Um, but no... I don't try to be, I'm not, I'm not one of those very, I get on the defense where it's like, oh, no, well, um, uh, I also believe this is that and the other thing. I, I think I've, I've matured up from that maybe a couple of years, no, not even a couple of years ago. I think I've matured up from that just a little bit. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I, I'm, I'm accepting of your religion now. Yeah. I, I truly have it. In the beginning, I wasn't, I, in the beginning, I was really strong on being a Christian. And then strong on being a Christian went strong on being, um, you know, believing in, you know, the concept of, you know, there is a creator. Mm-hmm. So kind of being more agnostic. But now just to accepting the fact that there's multiple opportunities for, for a belief and that your creator is just one of your creator. Your, your definition of your creator is just one of the truths that you define mm-hmm. that individual as. And I don't, I don't put my creator into a box of saying that he 
-hmm. So if ever I'm listening to most religions, they always confine the creator as being a he, as being male dominant. Mm -hmm. So now I just eliminated probably two thirds of the planet that their creator could be a woman or mm -hmm. in a male or a different entity. Why does the creator have to be defined as being male or female? Why can't the creator just be a creator? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the, our creator. It's not he, it's not she, it's just a creator, our creator. And I don't like people defining the creator as being he. I think that's something, that's the one thing I kind of mm -hmm. have a, a, a difference of opinion about mm -hmm. where I want to see people say, hey, well, just open the creator as being a creator. You know, because if we look at things throughout history, and if we show what shows more love toward anything else is usually somebody that has a female persona mm -hmm. that shows more love, that loves harder than anything else, and the male's more dominant and being harsh, we have to have the yin and yang. So our creator is both. Mm -hmm. Our creator is not one or the other. Our creator is both. It has to have both um, dynamics of being a male-female personality, per se, if you just want to define it as that in order for it to be our creator because it has to give us it has to give us both love and despair at times. I, I guess that's the way that only way I can kind of define it. I can't I can't put our creator into a box of saying he, mm -hmm. he, 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 our father, you know, mm -hmm. who art in heaven. So our father. And then there's another one, Hail Mary. Just mm -hmm. how about our creator? Mm -hmm. Who art in heaven. That'll be that name. You know, our creator, we appreciate what you've done for us. So that's definitely a good point. So I, it kind of grouped me into, you know, mm -hmm. listening now instead of talking. So I kind of make sure I, I, I do listen, um, but then I'm always quick to jump in and just start add, adding my opinion without mm -hmm. sometimes. So I got to be. Yeah, that's a good point. I got to be better at listening. I need to be better at listening. I really, really do. I'm like that too. And especially if somebody's coming at me very defensive, like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm wearing you know, um, my crystals or I'm, I'm doing something and they come up to me and they're very defensive. Like, why are you doing that? What are you? Oh, you a witch. Um, <laughs> I will tell you this, then I'm going to get defensive because now you're stepping in my pond and you're just not letting me be. Okay. Um, but I need to sometimes as well, step back from that and, and grow from that and just mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, well, let it roll off your shoulder. Yep. I agree. What does it mean to live in your truth and speak your truth? Um, what does it mean when I live in it? When I live in it, I embody it. I am it, right? So then that means to me that my chakras are 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 open, and I I am open to receive um, what I'm supposed to receive. Um, I'm not forcing anything. I'm not forcing anything. I'm living in the present, mm -hmm. um, right? And I'm, I'm making present decisions and present choices, being kind, of course, to my future self, right? Um, forgiving my my past self if you will and then moving forward from that so it makes me more confident um when i react to things or when i react to people or when i'm parenting it makes me um i want to say it makes me but um when i'm dealing with others um and being kinder to myself makes me a lot more confident okay and to me it just means um it means a lot. I'm not afraid to express my beliefs, um, nor am I, or in judgment of yours. So your beliefs are your beliefs, and nor am I in my judgment, uh, nor am I in my judgment of yours. So that's what it's helped me with. So go. 
Okay. So what feelings does it bring when you feel aligned with your truth versus when you're faking it? I try not to fake it. You know, I, I do. I try not to fake it. But I do tell you when when it when I when it's aligned, I feel like I'm on the right path. And it's mm-hmm. so beautiful when you feel like you just it feels like everything is on the right path. And so like there's an experience that I'm going through right now that this experience is um I have to leave certain things alone. I have to let it I have to let everything work out the way that's going to work. Because it's always going to work out. And it's going to work out just the way it's supposed to. Right. Things are going to be fine. It's always going to be okay. So right now, I have to let it work out. And I can't interfere with it. So when I'm faking it sometimes, and I don't even want to say faking it. Faking is the bad word to use. But when I'm trying to force it, so instead of saying faking it, when I'm trying to force it, when I'm trying to make something happen, instead of saying um, let it happen, let it flow. Because the universe has already worked this, has already worked this plan out for me. So just go ahead with the flow, ride the wave. It's going to be okay. So I'm, I don't, I, let me replace the word with faking it and forcing it. All right. So, so when it says, you, you ask, what's my feelings aligned with when versus the truth, when I'm um, with the truth versus when I'm faking it, I'm not going to say faking it when I'm forcing it. So I try not to force it anymore. Yeah. I just like, Oh, everything's going to work out. And we have that same model at work. And when there's plenty of times when we, there's no conclusion to what we have, but there is a problem in front of us. And we just say, uh, don't worry about it right now. It's all going to work out. And then we just let it, we set it and forget it and we walk away. And by sometimes before the conversation is even over with, we've already got a conclusion that's worked out and we receive, hey, this is what you're going to do. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, when I feel aligned, I feel like anything is possible. When I feel aligned, my emotions, I'm, I am ready to attack anything, my routines actually become more organized. My headspace becomes more clear. Um, it's it's different. But when I am, I want when I am not aligned and I am doing things in a fake persona, right? If I'm I'm dressing up my character to be something else because I'm trying to a fit into a, a certain situation that I gotta go into, mm-hmm. or if I'm, um. It's like putting on a show, and it's so draining. And it's so I I end up realizing after I'm done with it, now I've came back out of the situation, and I'm I feel like okay, I need a hot shower because I feel greasy. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. So it's like the people that we work with sometimes. So I call it the uppers. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say the uppers. The t- certain people inside of when we work with you know customers, you know a lot of times they expect you to act a different a certain way that you know you have to. You know, go this direction, go that direction. You got to believe in these things and believe in that. And sometimes that's draining to be that individual instead of being yourself. Very draining. Yes. And that's, that's, so I, I don't want to say it's work per se, but it's, some people at work make it so that you have to be a specific way. You know, you got to align with this. You know, you can't say these words, you know, um, you can't say um, Sasquatch, you can't say werewolves or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it becomes draining because you can't, you know, speak on crystals. Mm-hmm. You want to just speak on crystals and, you know, the power of crystals. So, hey, here's the power of a crystal. If you can speak about the power of, you know, mm-hmm. if you can give a crystal that you may know about. Me, a green aventurine. Yep. And the green aventurine has what belief or has what kind of power to it? Mm, heart chakra. Yes. Um, abundance. Prosperity. I love me a green aventurine. How about um, the uh, amethyst? Um, amethyst is cal- calming, soothing, um, clear up anxieties. Exactly. But if we start mentioning that to people, then what happens is that we get stuck into a, a specific persona. 
Do you think other people are afraid of expanding knowledge on different spiritual beliefs? I feel like um, it's a, a, a place. I forgot the saying, but um, there's always a place for it. So I feel like if we get certain people in certain different environments, they might be a little bit more hesitant to talk about certain things, right? And then so then um, they might be reacting in fear or in subconscious or not subconsciousness. Um, what do you call that? Insecurity. Mm-hmm. They might um, pull reactions from that sort of type of place and when i i've noticed when i'm like okay well calm down take a second take a beat let's rethink about you know what you're gonna do which in management definitely right just um take a step back let's rethink about the situation how can we react differently how can we do this differently Mm -hmm. that almost almost i want to say forcing but almost forcing them then to react from their truer self their truer reactions and the reaction coming out of it becomes, I'm not even going to say pleasant, but it's more aligned with them. And so at the end of the day, it's a lot less regret. So do I feel like um, there is a fear of, of a spirituality? I do feel like when people are not used to being, I want to say aligned or used to acting or speaking with their own truth, um, there's a sense of, of fear in it because it's the unknown. Wow, I can really open up and be like this? Mm-hmm. Or do I have to be like this? Because this is um, a structure we've created as society and what you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to act with certain people. Um, so I do feel like that can bring out a level of fear, insecurity, anxiety. You know, when you have to talk to somebody, your hands are getting real sweaty and all of a sudden you say the wrong thing, right? So let me slow down. Put your foot in your mouth type of mentality. Um, I think um, we can do that a lot in certain situations. So I think that mostly is where the fear comes from is when we act out of character fear or regret, right? And then come back and be like, dang, I shouldn't have did that or I shouldn't have acted like that. Um, so I, that's how I feel that that can manifest, right? That fear when people take it that way. So do I feel like, you know, and the question is, do I feel like people are afraid of expanding on knowledge of different spiritual beliefs? Yeah, absolutely. People are afraid. People, like Allison said, people got to feel like they got to stick to a routine. So mm-hmm. it's, it's comfortable to talk about a, a deity God, Christian Jesus, who's all-knowing everywhere at all times mm-hmm. and can see everything. And he's this omnipotent being can see everything. But it's okay and it's comfortable to talk about that because that's what society has made comfortable mm-hmm. for us. And so they're comfortable talking about it. So then mm-hmm. are people afraid of talking outside of that? Yeah, because they may not believe that. Just like what Allison was saying, people may not believe that and then their hands get sweaty and I, oh, should I say that? But I'm going to say something now and now I regret what I said. Some people are. Some people are. They're, they're afraid of talking outside of the norm. I'm sorry. That's on you. I can't force you to talk um, or to speak about this. I can't force you to do that. You, you just have to be open about yourself. And, 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 and the other thing is, is that, you know, the reality of your existence, you know, that's that's on you. It's not on me. You have to be able to accept that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, their beliefs are not me to, are not for me to question, mm-hmm. and, and but, but for me to accept. But you have to be truthful with yourself. Be mm-hmm. truthful within yourself. And if, you, if you're truthful within yourself, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You'll absolutely be fantastic. One thing I, I'm a firm believer in that the three of us, you have three of us, there's a power in the number three. Mm-hmm. So when you have three people together that you can create and you can manifest more. So by the end of this podcast, I think what I would like, not the end of this podcast, but in this episode, I want us to take that time and just kind of manifest what we need for ourselves. And in that manifestation, as we come together as one, what we can do is we can speak on it and become stronger. And I know that's going to happen for us. So I'm definitely with that. So 
I, you know, I just like to say everybody, um, you know, hey, we've been at this for just about an hour now, and um, you know, we we went, we kind of went off a off a key here and there. We kind of went off a script here and there, but you know, we we spoke from our heart. We spoke truthful. We were we were we were about everything that we're supposed to do. And and this is what I love. So I I appreciate yes. everybody. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you, thank you, Shay. Thank you, Allison. Thank you for being here today mm -hmm. with us, and thank you for those that have joined. And you know what? I appreciate for everybody that's listened to us. Thank you for coming here to listen to us. And you know what? Can't wait for us to do this live, mm -hmm. so that you can start, you know, you know, offering your opinions, and we can, you know, we expand this from an hour to maybe two hours, and really get engaged in some conversation. So thank yes. you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Marshall. Thank you, Shay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Have a good one. Peace.